0: Hey, what's up guys? It's Jason Will, owner of J Park Coast and County. I just got off a really informative clubhouse chat on strategies to win multiple offers in this ridiculously competitive seller's market that we're in across the country, right? It's just nuts out there. And I know a lot of us are struggling. You know, there's a lot of agents that had, you know, their best year ever in 2020, and that's rolling over into 2021. And then we've got these agents who are like paralyzed by the analysis of the challenges that this market creates and picked up some really great tips and topics and tactics from this Clubhouse chat. And I was like, you know what? There weren't a lot of people on this chat. And I know that the listeners of this podcast. Here on Jumpstart uh, Real Estate Radio would really benefit from, you know, some of these kind of key takeaways from the discussion. So the first one is like education is paramount. Education is key. Education means setting expectations. You know, it means preparing buyers and sellers, preparing their mindset, preparing them for what comes next, preparing them how to respond, preparing them for the unexpected. You know, talking about contingency plans. Okay, what if your house sells quickly than you thought it was going to sell? And what if the next home out there isn't readily available and we need to buy ourselves some time? You know, the the expectation of being flexible and being, you know, open-minded, open to alternate possibilities. These are just very, very important things. Think about the education on... The buyer side, you know, what does a buyer need to be prepared for? Anytime, you know, I'm working with a new buyer, the first thing we want to talk about is the market challenges and how we need to be, you know, we need to know what to expect from the market, but we need to understand that the buyers that win in this market are the most persistent buyers, just like the realtors that win in this market are the most persistent real estate agents. And through our education, they're going to learn how to win in these markets, but they've got to be prepared so that they get out of their own way. Think about why transactions don't work out. Either the real estate agent is in the way and it's an ego thing, or uh, it's a combative thing, or they're taking on the emotion of their clients and projecting it on you know, to the co-op agent on the other side and We've got to, I really think, kind of reel ourselves back in sometimes because I can tell you, you know, I'm preaching to myself here. On many occasions, I've gotten wrapped up in the emotion of my client, whether that is a buyer or a seller, and that is not conducive to the outcome, to the positive outcome, to the goal. You know, if we want to make the goal of our clients our goals, that's really the definition of being a fiduciary, like putting their goals first. And when we, you know, kind of get sucked into a conspiracy theory about why our offer wasn't accepted or why the counter terms were the way that they were, we're really feeding into a narrative that doesn't support the desired outcome. You know, one of the questions I like to ask, you know, my clients is, do you still want to buy this house? Do you still want to sell this house? And if they say yes, then I'm reconnecting them back to the emotion. Is the reason why you want to buy this? Is it still this? Is the reason why you want to sell still to get closer to the grandkids? Because logic makes people think, emotion makes them act. Now, we need to make sure that that emotion is kept in check because those actions cannot support the outcome. So staying focused, staying in a place of constant communication, really over communication, uh, and just sitting down and and making time for really doing a consultation. Like this isn't a market we just jump into, you know, head first or feet first and hope for the best. You know, we need to prepare. We need to uh, have proper expectations. We need to understand the proper responses. We need to understand the pitfalls that are out there that can, um, you know, uh, prohibit a deal from reaching that desired outcome. It's all about identifying the desired outcome and developing a roadmap to get there. It starts with, hey, before we go look at houses, before we put the home on the market, we need to have a heart-to-heart You know, real and raw, very upfront and honest conversation about this market, how to prepare, and how to position yourself so that the outcome, the desired outcome, is achieved. Now, the agent that's gonna win in this market, just like the buyer that's gonna win this market, is the one that communicates the most, educates their clients the most, and is most persistent, who's constantly calling that listing agent going, Hey. Am I still in first position? You know, where am I in the rankings? What can I do to improve my offer? My buyer's willing to be super flexible. What, what, are, what, what are the terms that would make my offer most attractive to your seller? And we also have to look at buyers. They don't understand that specific loan programs like VA loan programs, USDA loan programs, even FHA loan programs do not put them in that most competitive position. So some buyers just want to utilize an FHA product, you know, a VA product, a USDA product because they love the terms, right? The terms are very attractive. Yeah, I want to, I want a hundred percent, you know, I don't want to put anything down. I want a hundred percent loan. Well, that's great for your buyer in a buyer's market. It's not necessarily great for your buyer in a seller's market. It doesn't necessarily position your client to win in this market. And again, is the goal to win? And if the goal is to win, at what cost? At what cost? So we've got some buyers that have the money to put down. You know, they have, they can, They can shift, they can pivot from one loan program to the other to increase their attractiveness to a seller, but a lot of times that's not a conversation agents are willing to have. It's just like we're being a yes agent instead of a true advocate or a true consultant. Like we need to tell them what they need to know. Mr. Buyer, Mrs. Buyer. I think we might need to switch loan products to make ourselves more competitive in this market. I'm afraid you're going to lose out. You're going to be a losing bid with this VA loan product. And let's start dissecting some of these loan products because some of them on their face, you know, may seem like they're more beneficial to the buyer than a conventional loan. But in reality, maybe the rate's lower with another loan product. You know, maybe they're going to be saving money in terms of funding fees and things like that. That would also take a command of the mortgage industry and the top leading, most used loan programs out there. Again, we go back to that foundational rock of education. How are you going to educate if you yourself as the real estate agent are not educated? And I can tell you this, if you you want the respect, the loyalty, and the trust of your client, A way to lose that very, very quickly is to constantly be pawning your clients off to another quote-unquote expert. Oh, let me defer to this person. Now, you don't need to speak out of turn or pretend to be an expert when you're really a novice. So in the beginning, you may need to defer. But as soon as possible, you need to become an expert an expert in winning transactions through you know clean title, clean credit, you know, highly attractive loan programs. You know, really a great strategy is when you're working with a buyer, is put yourself in a seller's shoes. Like if I was the seller, what which offer would be most attractive to me? Which terms would be most attractive to me? And that's thinking outside the box right? So we need to educate. We need to over-communicate. We need to be persistent. We need to train our buyers to be persistent. I always tell buyers like, look, this market is brutal. You know, this process is not going to be as fun or fun at all compared to a buyer's market, but it is going to be worth it. It is going to be worth it. So let's tie them back to that emotion and say, listen, is the goal to get near to those grandkids? The clients say, yes, every day. It's gut-wrenching. Every day we spend away from those grandkids is just a day wasted, in our opinion. Okay, great. Here's what we need to do to win. Here's what we need to do to make sure that we don't lose the bid again. Let's all get on the same page. I mean, sometimes we got to break a few eggs, right? And the commission of that, making that perfect omelet. But we can shorten that learning curve through really real and raw. Like, here's exactly what you need to know. I know a lot of this information, you know, it's all how we frame it. I know a lot of this information is not going to be fun or fun to hear or fun to implement, but it's going to be worth it. All right, another tip outside of education and communication is putting in backup offers. So, there's a great deal of offers that are, you know, win that bid that are in first position but are falling out due to uh, home inspections and things like this. And, you know, a great position to be in is in that backup offer position. So, encourage your buyers to put in backup offers. Put in backup offers. This is a very simple tactical strategy that can pay off big dividends. And I know buyers are just quick to turn the page. Okay, we didn't win. Maybe our butt's a little sore because we didn't win. We thought we had the best offer. And we're projecting some negativity onto the selling agent or the listing agent, rather, and the sellers. And really, that negative energy is really misguided because a lot of times, you know, nine times out of 10 or greater, we would act that same way if we were in in the seller's shoes. You know, we we've all got to do what's best for us. But the key thing to remember is, you know, that emotion as propelling as it can be, you know, to get us to act, it can also get us to make a bad decision and project negativity where it doesn't belong. And so, again, the goal here is to win. And if the goal is to win, don't bring the negative emotions into it. Stay steadfast and laser-focused on the outcome, which is to win, which is to win so you can get into the house that you want and not have to take a second or third choice. And some of these things are like super, super easy, but also super uh, commonplace. The next one was sure sale. So JPAR agents getting sure sale certified and using these tools out there where, you know, in some cases you've got companies that as long as you finance with them, they may go buy the house outright and then, you know, just finance it back to you when your house sells, when the buyer's house sells or whatever's in the way of moving forward with a contract is complete. A lease expires, a house sells, a relocation gets approved, whatever the case may be so getting sure sale certified and even if a sure sale you know option is not the best option for your clients what does it do what do these certifications do what is the knowledge of these particular opportunities whether they're exercised or not what does that do that creates a conversation and it positions you as an expert because you know about these things, you're telling them things, you're presenting opportunities and avenues that haven't been discussed because your counterpart is an agent who's reactive, not proactive. They're not learning based. They're not education based. They're like, hey, it's black and white. Either what's your, the house you're going to buy is, is available to be purchased or it's not. And if it's not, we just sit back and wait for it to come on the market. There's not a lot of value in that, guys. And I can tell you, our profession is just always under attack from a lack of value standpoint, a lack of proactive, a lack of hustle, you know, a lack of grit, a lack of expertise. And they're not wrong. They're right. But that creates an opportunity for you to be different for you to stand out. And I'm telling you, if you can come to the table with this education, with this over-communication strategy, with all these different options and tools to make this a success, to get them to that desired outcome, you're going to create raving referral fans, and it's going to be great for your business. So get yourself certified ASAP. And I say that it's a little tongue in cheek because I know there's like 25% of our agents that are actually utilizing, you know, a their KV Core website. Like actually have their KV Core website set up. So some of us are really behind the eight ball in terms of implementation of the JPAR tools that are provided to us. That can just be the biggest blessing ever uh, on our business. All right. So loan types. I think we've covered that. How can a loan with the loan you know product that's used, how can that be a negative in this situation? And how can we turn that negative into a positive? Yes, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, I know you want to go USDA, but here's why that may not be the best route. Here's why we may need to consider and you may want to open up the dialogue with your preferred lender on what are some other options out there? Because f h a programs are often viewed as high risk, even though you may have a buyer that has great credit i We were just working with a buyer here in Birmingham that the the credit was near eight hundred It was like i don't know upper sevens uh but income wise the buyer would qualify for u s d a and that's what he thought he wanted and then it was f h a but he ended up closing conventional because That's what gets deals done in this market, guys. Conventional is that next best thing to cash. And there's little we could do, oftentimes to compete with cash offers, but the point is here, how can we be the most competitive that we can be? So make sure you're having that conversation at some point about the loan programs and how different loan, like all loan programs and products aren't created equal And they aren't viewed equally by the marketplace. All right, so let's talk about um, off market for a second. I'm gonna close out on that um, and just talk about how we need to incorporate into our strategy when we're working with buyers an off market strategy and have an off market conversation. So that means. Go into your database. This is a great opportunity to call your database. We're always struggling with mindset things around like what is a valid reason to call our database. And I you know, I was arguing with you know agents for the longest time about COVID. Like COVID presents this just you know easy conversation to call people and go, hey, how you doing? How's your business doing? How's the family thinking about y'all? And then here we come with these inventory struggles, and we have this, we have a loyal following, right? We have people that know, like, and trust us that want to help us. But the problem is we make too many assumptions. You know, we're saying, oh, we're putting out all this Facebook content about low inventory. Certainly my sphere of influence is reading this content and ready to respond with a list of people they know from church that are wanting to sell. You know, it just doesn't happen that way. So never assume or stop assuming and start communicating with these people, going, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Sphere of Influence, I have got serious needs here on the buy side. I'm working with hot, ready, willing, and able buyers. All we've got to do is find them in the right house. Who do you know who's having conversations about selling, but maybe doesn't want to get into this market for one reason or another? Maybe they don't want to deal with COVID. Maybe they just don't want to make their bed every day and do the dishes every day and have to leave a clean house or, or leave their house on Sunday for an open house. They just want to go through the hassle, but they would love to sell if they could get the terms they want, the price they want, the time frame they want for all these boxes to check without having to go through all the hassle of the preparations and the showings and you know people leaving the... Key and the door, not putting it back in the lockbox, and all the rigmarole that we that our sellers often come home to, like lights on and the heat running full blast, whatever it is. You know, they've been through the process before and they just don't have the energy to go through it again. Well, we can make this the easiest transaction of their life and also build raving fans in the process. Hey, this agent was so proactive, they found. The property that was off-market for their buyers and it was such an easy transaction This agent was so easy to work with on the selling side I'm recommending them to everybody I know so think about these off-market strategies so here's where we fish for off-market opportunities we've already mentioned your database for many of you it's picking up your cell phone and scrolling through your contacts And maybe it's just like, if you're scared to death, shoot them a text going, hey, thinking about you today. I know you have a lot of contacts. I know you're super social. I know you're out and about all the time, just talking to people. Maybe you're you're in sales too, and you're always on the phone with people. You know, if anybody ever talks about how they would love to sell if they could find the right buyer, but just don't want people coming in their house with COVID germs, let me know. You know, create social media content as well that says, "Hey, I am creating an off-market database—a database of sellers that want to sell but don't want to go through the hassle or deal with, you know, people bringing COVID germs into their house. That want to do these one-off sales. Think about how much power you would wield in your marketplace if you were the agent who is compiling this off-market database and playing, you know, matchmaker with." opportunities that aren't available to the average agent who is reactive and you're proactive all right so database contacts in your phone social media content and when you make these connections happen you're ranting and raving about these connections you're also never going to take a qualified buyer out to show them property without doing a facebook video preferably live going hey Hey, it's Jason Will, J Park Coast and County Real Estate. I'm gonna be out in Rock Creek this Sunday from one to four, showing my buyers' homes. They're pre-approved conventional buyers, like rock solid credit. You know, they're super easy to get along with. You know, this will be the easiest transaction of your life, but but listen, there's only you know five homes that meet their criteria in the subdivision, and they're really like not too excited about any of these options. So If you live in a home that has four bedrooms, 2,500 plus square feet, that's on the golf course, if I'm describing a home that meets kind of the criteria and amenities of your home that you're having recent thoughts of selling, get in touch with me before Sunday so I can go out and preview your home and make sure it fits the needs of my clients. And this could be literally the easiest transaction of your life. So think about the power of that, of that content machine that just keeps rolling about how you are finding these opportunities connecting these buyers and sellers and creating just this wake of happy clients in the process and just building this referral machine. You're just going to start to be known as the agent that knows who wants to sell the agent who knows of off market opportunities all across your marketplace that you're just, that's really one of these underlining goals, right? To be this go-to agent who is the go-to agent in the marketplace and this particular real estate economy, this crazy multiple offer, like sold in 20, less than 24 hours marketplace that we're in right now, creates this amazing opportunity for you to be the authority. It's all about how we look at it and how we approach it. You know, it's the mindset and how we approach this market that matters, not the state of the market or, you know, how the market is perceived. It's what are the opportunities that challenges present. Challenges aren't meant to, you know, stop us in our tracks. They're meant to create opportunities for us, to show us opportunities, to, you know, encourage us to get creative and think outside the box because there is always low-hanging fruit. There always is low-hanging fruit. Despite the circumstances, you know, there are always ways that we can win. All right. The final two ponds that we need to be fishing in for off-market opportunities are home value leads. These are how you identify people that are having that conversation around the dinner table about buying or selling. Home value leads and equity positions are way, way up and people want to know what's my home worth. And a lot of times the path to really finalizing the game plan to sell is math. The path is math. All right, next is circle prospecting. I'm talking about blindly circle prospecting, entire subdivisions, neighborhoods, and even zip codes, just talking to people. Conversations equal clients, clients equal closings. I can tell you there are a lot of people out there that are having conversations about buying or selling you just need to be talking to more people. So circle dialing people, they answer the phone. Hey, this is Jason Will with J Park Coast and County. How are you doing today? Thanks for taking my call. Whatever your script is, just own it and be super personable and super energetic and come with them, come to them with a place of curiosity. Hey, I'm just calling to, to inquire as to whether you know you and your husband are having any thoughts of selling. The market is super low, inventory is super low, historic lows. And I am working with a just a long list of super qualified buyers that are desperate, desperate to find homes in this market. So maybe it's not you, maybe it's somebody at work or church. How can you help me? Who can you connect with me with today that possibly might have the perfect home for one of my buyers? It's just that simple, right? And these should not be conversations that we are preventing ourselves from having or you know, infusing fear around them or you know, using some kind of excuse because these people need us. And money is going to flow always to the real estate agent that solves problems. And what's the biggest problem right now in this market? A lack of inventory. So you have to go find it. You're not an order taker, you're a problem solver. You're not an order taker, you're a problem solver. All right. My time is up. I hope you guys have gotten some value out of this. I hope if you did get some value out of this, you'll rate this podcast. You'll share this podcast. You will do something to pay it forward with this information, whether that is a one-on-one consult with an agent in your office or a phone call or whatever the case may be. But I hope it's added some value to your life and to your business. And if you need me for any reason, you can schedule a private coaching call with me at Calendly.com forward slash join That's Calendly.com forward slash join or call or text me 251-583-9728, email jason at jasonmorerealestate.com. Thank y'all so much for listening and go out and crush it.